Unnamed Podcast, Series 1, Episode 21. Unnamed Podcast, Series 1, Episode 21. In this podcast, we'll be looking at Philemon, Hebrews, uh, James, 1st and 2nd Peter, John, 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, Jude and Revelation. Philemon, Hebrews, James, first and second Peter. First, second, and third John, Jude, and Revelation. <clears throat> and what this is, we'll we'll look at uh, after this song. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Who was and is and is to come forever and ever. Amen. So what you'll notice about these letters is that they, they have a leading in them. It goes from temperance to quietness. Confidence to strength. Following to power, power to principality, principality to heavenly, heavenly to great grace, and revelation, greater spirit. And <clears throat> what this is, is God showing you by his words the nature of the, the things which come to an end. And on the cross they came to an end for Christ. And as he foresaid, he would not drink again of the vine until he drank it anew in heaven, in, in the kingdom of his Father. And in that sense he was on the cross waiting for the new commandment to be newer still. And... There is a way for the new commandment to be newer still. That is that you ask for a new truth or a new life in it. And in sin we don't have that life. But it is the first thing we ask. And, and the truth that we seek is nothing without the way being sure. So, in other words, sin being in the way, repentance is necessary. If you repent, you can have the life, the new life of the new commandment. 
or the truth, if you've received the life and would like to flourish the more. And in repentance, as is genuine, you have a new way in that new commandment. And these three things are not opposed to each other. But depending on how they're expressed, they take you in relation to the cross where they will. And it's not that the cross is ahead of you without influence over your life. It is rather that the cross has more influence over your life than you do over your life. And you say, how, how can this be? That my cross has more influence over me than, than I have over myself. In commitment to Christ, that you take up your cross daily and follow after Christ, you are in a sense saying that you want to follow Christ around your cross, such as you pick up to go with him as it stays. And it is your picking up the cross that gives you authority in the cross, But such as has not come to an end by the end of the day, it is that place where your cross last ends up that is your first expectation of the cross the following day. And so God pays you no more heed having carried your cross than if it was just there and you were headed to it as you were before you believed. So, in following Christ, what happens is we are able to see through our cross, seeing His in us and with us. And that empowers us to find Jesus as reaches beyond the cross having faced it and uh, him having faced it empowers him as indeed our authority grows and we come to be one with Christ for the sake of the end of the cross that our time on earth is up and we must face the white throne judgment that awaits us before Christ considering our works as we should have been doing and have done in relation to the cross gradually being freed of the need to crucify life in this life we approach, in other words, we approach perfection. As Jesus said, you should be perfect just as your Father in heaven is perfect. In a sense, that is Christ saying, the cross will perfect in you a relationship to God, which is God in the Son 
such that you no longer regret the suffering of this life, but have come to total peace through the patience of it. And at times you might be able to advance the cross easily, and other times it may be hard. But in all your striving, you understand that Christ knows the certain end of the crosses of his disciples that are, are to come. And his preparing a place has been for our Father who is in heaven. The Father coming being greater yet with Christ, able to limit himself to those works which edify and build up the spirit. And in a sense, what we have in the end of the Bible, the book of Revelation, is the expression of that greater spirit which Christ suffered for. Uh, you have the male child, which is another name for the Holy Spirit, coming and establishing order on earth. And order being the common celebration of the progress of the prophecy of Christ, more or less, as one with the people in God. Such that we come to understand our limits and our crowns which we gain on the cross, we seek to Christ, as it says they do, uh, as it says the saints do in Revelation. And that, that is, uh, The empowerment of the cross, the revelation of it, that um, Christ did not actually put an end to his suffering on the cross, but protracted it indefinitely. So when we are faced with the question of God allowing suffering, actually God only allows so much suffering. He doesn't just keep allowing suffering. A certain amount he allows the rest is either the end of that suffering or so much suffering that it ends. Uh, and what we have to understand is God calls us to good works while our suffering is light and while our cross is easy. Uh, for if he called us at any other time, it would break our spirit, and he doesn't want that. The book of Revelation is a book of greater spirit, not broken spirit. And there's joy in knowing that the world can be against us, uh, against our cross as we come to be known for. And...
they do so only to limit the power of the prophecy of God in their lives as cultivates peace in a priestly sense that the prophecy has gone behind us and our holiness has gone before us in Christ that Christ's holiness has gone before us such that we know we will meet him when he returns again not having slacked off as it says in the letters of some count slackness but he has indeed actually gone ahead of us and desires to come back in readiness to take us to our final home with him uh, in this world at any rate the sense being that actually may, we may be welcome in many worlds not without the place that our new heavenly bodies have to ensure they're not destroyed in the travelling to those worlds as Jesus said, in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. So there is a way away from your enemy. There is a way away from those who despise you. There is a way away from those who hate you. You can like them. You can pray for them. You can bless them. Uh, and then... That is freedom, to know that love lives on a world that would otherwise destroy unabated and love living um, The world is justified. Love living the world is justified and we're able to return to this world as many times as it seems fitting before it ends, as it must do. Being new and ready for the testing of fire, which God will bring upon it. Not in the war with the sun, but with the welcome of the sun war with the sun having been brought to peace and the things after it to be in the law uh, and that is the confidence we have that um, we're not isolated without peace uh, concerning knowing how our life ends life is such that it doesn't desire to end but desires a path that is unending and that can be found in Christ and the revelation of that is 
that actually time seems to end before we're ready for it to end. Uh, we, we're committed to God and we've got zeal, we've got works. And it's all, it's all before God has changed at all, when actually He won't change. We're pre-quickened, as you might say, in the Spirit. Uh, that um, the way of His love your love in His, is that life becomes an adventure, life becomes a joy, life becomes a hope. Uh, we are we are free in His Spirit uh, to do all those things and have all those things and believe all those things. And and if it is early, if, if our pre-quickening has brought us these things in God early, then what can't we have in Christ? What can't we conquer? What can't we speak for and believe again in by the better yet to be that we'll more and being more be enough? Uh, there, there's just a, a world of possibilities out there. Revelation says, you know, you can expect as much hatred as, as is written in this book. And, you know, a third of mankind might die. But if your place is in the Lord, you're happy to go to heaven or you're blessed with life on earth. Um, some people have a long life and it ends shortly at the end. Some people have a short life, but their notoriety just continues day after day. Uh, and that, that gives comfort to those who want to make amends in their life. And, and by the same token, those who are evil think their coming is being delayed deliberately. Um, because they, they're caught up in their own sin and they can't see any other way of getting at it but to persevere with the evil as they understood it to be. Which makes them weak, but makes them gods. Uh, there's the, the evil man that comes to realize God is trusting him to make good in this life. And there's a good man who sees God and thinks there's nothing to him and says, I've had enough of believing in God. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's not meant to be beguiling. There's not meant to be chagrin. You're, you're meant to... Work out your salvation with fear and trembling, as it says. Uh, better of it to be by Christ, as Christ was, for the joy that that brings. 
And so being able to close a book with that much power in it, with that, that much clarity as to what is brought and believed, shared and understood, to close a book like that actually is in your heart next to impossible. Um, having had those things revealed to you, as much as your understanding is and the, the detail not changing, actually the book is always open in your heart. The page is always turning. Uh, references made being for strength and hope in God and and in relationship with him that he has been through that Bible close to himself and committed as he knows to to good works and the upholding of the faith which in purity is an immense strength there's no book there that says immense strength it is in fact the new the new it is in fact the old and the new put together the old being immense and the new being strength and, and that is life together uh, with God so just close with a song and we'll make of it what we do crown him with many crowns the lamb upon his throne hark how the heavenly anthem drowns all music but its own awake my soul and sing of him who died for thee and hail him has thy matchless grace through all eternity crown him the lord of love behold his hands and side rich wounds rich wounds yet visible above in beauty glorified all hail redeemer hail for thou hast died for me Thy praise and glory shall not fail throughout eternity. Crown him the Lord of life, who triumphed over the grave, who rose victorious in the strife for those he came to save. His glories we now sing, who died and rose on high, who died eternal life to bring and lives that death may die. Crown him the Lord of heaven, one with the Father known, one with the Spirit through him given from yonder glorious throne. To thee be endless praise, for thou hast, for, for thou for us hast died. Be thou, O Lord, thy through endless days adored and magnified. This has been the Unknown Podcast, Series 1, Episode 21. This has been the Unknown Podcast, Series 1, 
episode 21.